0: recording it and i can hear you clearly and hopefully you can hear me clearly too i can i've misplaced my water so i'm just gonna (laughs) quickly run and grab that okay that's cool Hello and welcome to List envy. My name is Mark Stedman and this is the podcast in which I collaborate with a special guest to build a top 5 list on a topic that they choose. Now this week's topic is products that have moved humanity forwards and building that list with me is a product designer and Dragon's Den pitcher. I was going to say contestant but that's like it's not a game show. Um but yes he 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 walked well yeah I mean it's not a spoiler he walked away with the investment. Um but it's Simon Heap and uh, so um it was a a, a really Lovely chat uh, with Simon. Um A little bit of um, minor telephony uh, interruption uh, at some point during the episode uh, because uh, he's a a, a busy man. Um, But Simon designs products for sports mainly now. Uh, He's also designed a CD player and a funky-looking potato masher. Uh, Links to pretty much all of that you will find in the episode notes, also at listenvpod.com, which is where you can go if you want to get new episodes delivered automatically to your phone. That's the best place to go because it will tell you how to do so, we actually have videos showing you how to subscribe to a podcast if you've never done it before. That's how much we care. And by we, I mean me. I care. I care about you. Um so there's that. Uh, you can also sign up for the newsletter and you'll get uh, new episodes and links and things. Uh, stuff that you don't get in the show notes, you don't get in the episode. You will only get uh, that extra stuff by signing up to uh, the newsletter. So you can do that also at um or uh, by looking for the link in your phone. Um, that Probably does it. I mean, what more do you? What what more can I can I help you with? Oh, last week I it's it's um I mean it's not much of a milestone, but last week was episode ten uh, of the podcast, which so way hey, um but it, it it feels weird because that's not very many episodes, right? But I've recorded loads um and I've still got quite a few uh, yet to record, and so it feels like this is an old show um or if uh, my autocorrect on my phone is to be believed, an old shoe um. But, you know, it's it's quite a young buck. But there you go. Um, I tell you what, I'm having a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I hope you are enjoying uh, listening uh, if you've been listening before and if you're new to the show. Um, then scroll back. Um we're getting to the point now where we're going to start to have overlap uh, in some of the episodes, which is really nice. So um, if you are if you like this one, you might want to check out episode one, which was with uh, sleep and respiratory scientist Max Thomas, uh, where we talked about um, scientific discoveries. There's a bit of a crossover in this episode. Um, but that's that's quite enough uh, preamble. Uh, let us go to the amble. This is myself and Simon. By the way, I'm Mark Steadman. I don't know if I told you that. Hi, um, this is myself and Simon Heap. Uh, uh, and our top five products that moved humanity forwards. So why in particular did you want to pick this list?
1: Because, you know, I'm a product designer by, by training, by trade. You know, that's what I've done my whole life. Uh, right from the point where I was aware that you could create stuff, you know, when I had Lego um, and realized that I could do a um I could, you know, make a better Version of something, or at least you know, play around with rockets and car suspension stuff. I, I just you know that's been my whole thing is making a better mousetrap, I guess. And um, and so you know, it just seems like a natural thing, you know. If talk about top fives, the only two things that I would say I really want to talk about are is music um, and you know that's. <laughs> Hugely subjective and based on you know, loads of stuff which has nothing, you know we can have an argument forever about that. Yeah. Um, or a discussion forever. Yes, about that. indeed. Or 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 or, or um, products where, you know, I I am an active part of that constituency and um, you know, I, I have um I have views which have been which are influenced by, you know, years of creating stuff for people, some of which is good, some of which I'm not, you know, so happy with. So you know it's it seems like an obvious thing to do
0: absolutely and it's mainly in the field of sport that you're uh, you're designing
1: Hell, yeah I mean you know it's one of those things I, I've always loved playing sport and, and watching sport and um, and so although I you know my obviously everyone, you don't train to become a, a sports designer you you train to become a sort of generic designer of stuff and um, but I had a consultancy in London and we Got a few uh, customers or clients who came through with ideas for sports products that we helped them create, and it just struck me that you know I really enjoy this part of it a bit more than all the other parts. Uh, so I wondered whether there was a potential of creating a a company that specialised in the design of products for sport and. And there was. Um, And so I wouldn't say I drifted into it. I made a conscious decision to be a, you know, to try and be uh, somebody expert in in the creation of products for sport. And, um, you know, remarkably, there was a market for it. So, um, uh, you know, I haven't been doing that exclusively over the years, but certainly a lot. There's been a lot of sport design. I've done a lot of design for sport, which is um, incidentally the name of the company. So, Um, you know, there's, there's a good history of, 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 uh, things that, um, that I've done, which yes, across a wide variety of of activity.
0: Can you give us, um, I'm quite curious. Can you, can you give us uh, an example of a product, um, that you've, that you've designed?
1: For sport or anything?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, for anything really.
1: Okay. Well, I I mean, it's a
0: broad question. I know. Give me a thing you've made.
1: anybody who's ever worked in the creation you know i mean I would I'm you can sort of describe me as a serial inventor really i suppose because mm. you know the real value in in what I do and what people like me do is to create um something novel which uh which other people haven't seen before or makes or, or it makes the boat go faster um and mm-hmm. you know so so I created stuff all the way from uh the UK's best-selling potato masher.
0: Oh, now, 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 I am now I am intrigued. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, if you Google Spundik, Spudnik, S P U D N I K, then yeah, that's one of mine. Um, I think it's still sold. It certainly so. It used to be sold in the science museum, but we we sold it all over. And um, we all all it was was I I, I was mashing. You know, I like food, and I was mashing potatoes, and I thought, God, you know, she's annoyingly irritating you know somebody ought to come up with this and you know so it was it sort of went that. so the idea was instead of mashing up and down you uh you use the weight of your hand and your arm just to gently crush the potatoes and then you can sort of rotate it around um and uh and squeeze them together and you know it was a good alternative. It looked really funky. Um, yeah. And, um, I'm
0: looking at the photos. It does.
1: Oh, ah, good. Um, and so, yeah, it, it did really well. Um, you know, so it's I worked on, spun, you know, that was, that was my creation. Uh, what else have I done? You know, with, uh, with, uh, with other people we've done, um, work for the, well, I say, I always call it the New London Taxi, but the Old London Taxi, when they changed from the mm-hmm. you know, from the old shape to the new shape, we've worked on that. Mm-hmm. i have done motorbikes, i have done, done adult toys, which is a story in itself. Um, I've mm. done, yeah, all sorts of stuff. And then in the, in the sort of sporting world, um, you know, I've worked extensively with uh, Team GB, especially the run-up to the uh, 2012 uh, Olympics, and, um, yeah, created some... Some interesting stuff for them which i which my 75 page uh non-disclosure document says i can't talk about <laughs> <laughs>
0: why don't you start me off with your top number one hit what has absolutely got to be the best um product that's moved humanity forwards
1: it's it's so difficult isn't it because yeah um <laughs> because you know there's there's the there's the big ones and then there's the small ones, which, or which you know, they might have influenced you or been, a, you know, you know, you could have gone, I could have gone with, uh, you know, with a mobile phone, with a smartphone, um, you know, communication. You could have gone with, um, you know, any electronic device, creation of the transistor, you know, something that made computers possible. But I think, I think, right at the top, it's. I, I I'm still not sure as I'm talking to you. I'm still not sure whether I, I've, I've listed them <laughs> down, in, but without putting numbers by them. So I, I, I'm sort of, that's okay, okay so I'm going to go with a wheel.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. That, I mean, yeah, the, like that makes perfect
1: sense. I, I just said, you know, anything which uh, has enabled humanity to move effectively from, you know, one place to another, uh, to build, to create, to move themselves, to move building materials, um, food, uh yeah you know, and and you know, improve communication so suddenly you you, you not know, you aren't limited by um the stuff you can carry on your back or the stuff two or three that you can carry it's something that will that can take the weight and make things easier reduce friction get you through as you know any, as far as you want as fast as you can go and then you then you can hook something else onto it, like a horse or a donkey or a uh, or, you know, an internal combustion engine or an electric motor. And, and suddenly you can travel thousands of miles. Um, you know, I, I, I think ultimately that's gotta be, that's gotta be top of, of, of the list. And, um, yeah, I know, I, I don't even know why I doubted myself now. It's gotta be number one.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to argue. Born there,
1: um, <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I mean, no, I'm not gonna I'm not going to, I, I know I sound, I started saying that in a, in a tone that <laughs> says, arguing, right, yeah. I am going to argue this. Um, I think the reason I said that is is I've I've gone so different with with my list. Um, I, I obviously did think like the wheel was like the first thing I thought, but for some reason, I I thought I don't know. Um, I've possibly gone more not exactly consumer products, but things that might be purchased. So like rather than the transistor, I was thinking about the the machine that it enables um so that's kind of that's kind of how i base my list but i mean you don't get anything without having the wheel so it's it's you know it's it's kind of a no-brainer <laughs>
1: well it's something there's the, a the good i think there's a good reason for it but you know the, the that the, and, and to be honest with you that is the trouble with if you if you say that you know top five lists of, of, of products that have improved humanity it's a pretty wide list that you're you're going it could be anything so uh you know yeah uh, no names, no backdrop. It's fine. Indeed. All right. Well,
0: uh, for my number one, um, I'm going for DeForest's RJ6, which is the first vacuum tube Audion receiver uh, that was released in 1914. Right. Um So some of these I've gotten specific just to give us an example, but essentially I'm talking about the, uh, the first wireless, sort of consumer available wireless radio.
1: Interesting. So mass communication, um, you know, availability, spreading of information. Propaganda. Yep
0: that that features quite (laughs) heavily uh, in in my list.
1: (laughs) Can't think why. What What are we doing again? Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Okay. Um, So tell me, tell me more.
0: I've got a few. As I said, I've got a few sort of communication devices, but for this, I wanted to pick the. the wireless radio that would be in the home, because at this point now, uh, I mean, the d- development of um, this kind of technology in the home paused because you know there was a war on yeah. and stuff. Um, but we, uh, w- with this, we get the development of of the BBC. Um, and with that, we have, uh, an incredible history of broadcast, uh, which, which takes us through, you know, but not, not just, not just the communication, but how we choose to use those airwaves, um, for the, the sort of Wreathian idea of education, entertainment and information. Yeah. Especially during you know wartime, it was it was you know a fascinating thing when you had shows like "It's That Man Again," which were these sort of music hall uh, shows making fun of. I think that was Second World War uh, making fun of of you know of Hitler and, and all that kind of stuff. But you also had crucial information, and without this fundamental concept of, just as you you were talking about the wheel moving physically moving things the spread of information knocking down those barriers i think is is an incredible leap forward
1: Interesting. i mean i i agree with you 100 percent. and in fact one of my uh we might well agree on uh on something on our, our list so um mm-hmm. so that's interesting yeah i, I know this dissemination of information I, it's interesting that you've gone for an electronic or an electric device rather than I don't know I mean you know the, the telegraph or, or um you know carrying pigeon or something like yeah. that you know, there's a it's an in, i suppose it's it's the first time that mass media has been able to communicate in a broadcast way rather than a narrow cast way yes and it, what, to what is interesting now is that we are going back to a narrow cast culture mm. where you you know instead of people at like the b b c just um Disseminating information and spreading um, knowledge, you, you are you're getting factions, small you know, caches of, of people who believe what they want to believe and ignore everything else because it might not be what they believe in. So that's yeah, it's it's you know, maybe we've come full circle. Maybe we're into a different sort of environment.
0: Yeah, very, very possibly. Ooh, this is, all right, it's going to get interesting. What is your number two?
1: Okay, so number two is it's the creation of fire and and i've specifically said the friction match which um the first operational one was 1826 uh you know i i think from that point on being able to create heat and and light at will is relatively a relatively modern phenomenon i mean you know you can you can make a good uh, argument to say, well, yes, but of course, you know, you can create fire through um, a lens if it's sunny enough, or you can um, create it through friction. Um, you know, you can create it through chemical means, which has, you know, been done for, for thousands of years. But to make it easily available and safe-ish, you um, I think that's a, a turning point in in again, you know, being able to read at night uh, democratizes the the spreading of information, and in the same way that, that radio and, and wireless broadcast enabled people to, you know, sit around the the wireless set and listen to the sort of you know the BBC talking about the the you know the the latest movements on stock markets or um, you know agriculture or developments in technology or whatever it, it's um you, you know you're, you're able to give people the ability to um to consume information in a different in a way which which is longer you know if they're in the fields all day working and it's a you know to they and, and they they come home and you know maybe they've had a fire going. but if they you know if they got to get the fire going and then and then you know it's a difficult thing to read whereas if you've got matches you can you know light as many candles or wicks or whatever as you want at will relatively cheaply, then you're able to um to, you know to learn more Wow, I had never considered portable
0: fire um as uh, as uh in in that kind of way um yeah as 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 something that enables us to spend more time gathering knowledge. I think that's um That's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Well, I tell you, what is interesting is that I think when it comes down to it, a lot of these, the you know, humanity depends on communication, Mm. and so probably necessarily a lot of your list and my list might be might have a lot of communication devices on them uh, or enablers of communication, Mm -hmm. and so you know, that's that's you know, one way of thinking about it. You know, portable a portable fire bringing device. Absolutely. Um,
0: well, mm, Okay. So my, my second is, um, I, I, I'm very well aware that we're going to be coming at very opposite directions. I think we're going to meet in the middle with our lists, but I think we're coming at them in, in very opposite directions. So, um, uh, my number two is the um the first commercial airliner um which started flying in nineteen fourteen uh which I believe uh again the same I didn't just Google nineteen fourteen but it seems like that's what I've done um it went, it went at a top speed of sixty four miles an hour uh and and just did a short hop uh in um, in Orlando um oh sorry in in Florida uh it was the specifically this one was the the model fourteen Benoist airboat um but it's the first. First commercial airline. Okay, or airliner. I love
1: it. So, so, so this was. A, I mean, yeah, commercial. So, so that would. Be the, so clearly, 1914. So, when was the first? Um, uh, when was Kitty Hawk? When were the Wright brothers? Oh, now nineteenth uh, century. <laughs> okay, I just wondered how long it took before somebody figured out, hey, we can take, you know, passengers on this because you know they did do. I know the Wright brothers used to go around um, you know, county fairs and they came to the UK and demonstrated their, you know, Kitty Hawk flyer and they took paying passengers on there, but only f- they, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a um, a scheduled route. It wasn't from, you know,
0: absolutely a
1: to B, uh, yeah, which I think is the definition of a commercial, you know, air, 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 an, an airline, uh, route is, is exactly that. So,
0: um, so, uh, According to Doctor Google, um, it, I wasn't I wasn't masses off, uh, so I don't feel like too much of an idiot. But it was um, December the seventeenth, nineteen oh three. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that was the, um, the the Kitty Hawk uh, taking its first um, uh, its
1: first. God, so flight. that's actually that's incredibly yeah, quick so... program. I mean, you know, that, that's another thing about yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look at you look at the development of technology and and and, and people. Uh, you know, I always say that that actually, it's not the um, it's not the creation of, tele- of technology that, or, or invention that uh, moves things forward. It's a recognition of what it can do for you. So, um, you know, somebody saw the uh, uh, the Wright brothers create this thing and, and thought, God, this could be faster than a. It can fly us over fields and mountains, and we don't need to lay track, and there's no roads to sort out, and I don't need to worry about you know. Wheels and uh, so that's you know, it's fascinating, isn't it? Between 1903 and 1914, that short, short gap, somebody thought there's a commercial opportunity here and I'm gonna run with it. And then, of course, there's the war, which massively increases technology and the pace of of, um, innovation. So, you know, you, I, I, I I don't know what this thing, this plane looks like, but um, I mean, I imagine it's gonna be pretty, you know, sealing wax and tape um mm-hmm. and and then after the war you've got enclosed cockpits and you know an amount of uh comfort so yeah extraordinary
0: but again and then in-, in flight peanuts
1: <laughs> naturally but again it's um you know it's 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 communication isn't
0: it yeah absolutely um i'm i'm a i'm a big believer in in the concept of standing on the shoulders of giants and the just as you were saying that it's it's so often the the technologies themselves are interesting but it's it's someone going ah but what if also we did this um it's it's y- i mean this this i'm sure maybe something that that you know but as uh someone with a technical background uh i i can release uh, a feature on a product and almost invariably the first thing that someone says is could it do this, and it's like, well, I've just built a whole thing mm. um, you, you know, but now now you know the, the first thing that people think of is, all right, what could it do next? What's the next thing it can do and And that is uh, a wonderful thing when we when we look at the products that, that we're looking at is they they are enablers uh, for us to go, all right, well, yeah, fine, what next? what it do we is do? With an it? interesting
1: point is that human beings are so good at. Working around problems that they very often don't see the problems in front of them to solve. And my experience is that people, mm. you create something that solves a problem, and and you say people go, "That's great." Ah, could it do this? And um, and you know, it, it, inevitably, your sort of natural reaction is to go, "Well, yes, but um, <laughs> yeah." And um, but it's mine. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a, there's a. Well, actually, that's one thing you have to get over as a commercial you know, yeah. innovator. You have to sort of go, well, yes, you've got a point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, human beings are—they're so good at working around things that it's quite difficult to see why things um, should be better. You know, the, the big steps, the big leaps in. Um, you know, it's what Henry Ford about said about the car. You know, is that uh, if I'd asked anybody what they wanted, they'd have said a faster horse. And you know, it's a very, yes. it's a very famous quote, probably misquoted, but it absolutely hits the nail on the head because you know horses were fine, and who knew that um, there was something that, that would be better and, and revolutionary? Because you don't, human beings do not think in that way naturally. They they think about the stuff that's around them, what they know about. And how it could be slightly better. So it's incremental improvements. You know, you need somebody extraordinary, really, to make that step change. So, um, yeah. No, it's just a fascinating, you know, it's a fascinating thing. What's number three? Number three is... It's, it's not a communication thing. So I've, I've moved away from, mm-hmm. from it, but everything else is. But So I'm, I'm going for – by the way, I've got six things on my list. But, well, you know. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to go penicillin. Ah, fantastic. Because, you know, uh, up until the creation of t- uh, penicillin, you will be killed by some quite trivial minor ailments. Um, you know, bacteria causing um, illnesses and viruses will – you know, would, would give you um, raging temperatures uh, and, you know, your body would just kill itself, um, let alone the viruses. Whereas the advent of, uh, you know, penicillin in 1928 um, changed everything. And, you know, going again, sort of looking at the doomsday scenario and, and going back to sort of the idea of you're narrowing the opportunities, you're know, narrow casting, um, you know, a- antibiotics are now, Specifically targeted because the broad ones don't work anymore. So it's you it, know it's extraordinary how quickly. You no, know, nineteen twenty-eight to two thousand nineteen, you know, suddenly the savior of humanity comes out. What have we got on the horizon? Well, I, I'm not so sure, but um, you know, maybe mm-hmm. we're going to go back to a, a very narrow cast. In a future where people die of preventable diseases because we've developed a, a resistance to to the to the drugs that will save you. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be zombies around the corner next. Uh, yeah. Well
0: that's that's an upcoming episode. <laughs> um yeah. And speaking of episodes, uh, this this came up and was my I think my second pick on episode one of this very podcast where we were talking about um, positive um, unintended, positive unintended consequences in science. Um, otherwise put as journeys to scientific discovery. So um, we, we were talking about things that were accidental, but otherwise were interesting discoveries in science. And uh, and, and that featured very heavily for me for, um, you know. The obvious yeah, reasons yeah absolutely
1: but you know in my terms it is still a, a product because it's something that was created had to be formulated put together with other things and made into a sellable or giveawayable thing which you know from my definition of a product that that absolutely fits um but it, you know i would i would suggest that you know whereas communication has spread knowledge and you know that penicillin has spread health and, and wellness throughout the world uh, and, and oh, you know where will it end
0: indeed well, well yes <laughs> um
1: okay um
0: i'm going i'm i'm going back to communication and um i'm going for a specific product but this is what we might consider a, a, an avatar for a, a a larger subset of products um and it is the Nokia 8110
1: oh great choice
0: otherwise known as the flip phone yeah. Uh, the famous flip f- phone from, from the late 90s, uh, which has been re-released as a sort of android E type smartphone thing. But I'm not interested in the smartphone in this particular list at the moment. Uh, not in my list anyway, because this was desirable um, and, and very desirable. Um, it featured very heavily in the Matrix, and and so everybody... It was just this period, the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody wanted this specific phone. Uh, There were a few others that were very popular, the sort of candy bar, as they call them, the the candy bar shaped phones um, that that were popular around the time as well. But I'm interested in this because it really marked a turning point to where phones became, they crossed that Rubicon from very nerdy things that people had possibly in their uh in their cars uh, the you know the old the old car phones salesmen who thought they were very important and needed a car phone um to sort of you know real real tech nerds who had a few then you got to people who who actually saw this thing and thought oh yeah I want one of these um and it just it it ushered in the era by which these products were really commoditized.
1: So you came from a from a, a, a functional product to a desirable, lustable product. Absolutely,
0: and 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 it's that that desirability that I think helps it spread, uh, and and for us to then justify what we do in sort of seven seven eight years later in, in starting to because you know yes you've got the the the, the palm thing and the. Um, uh the blackberry and stuff and those were stepping stones that get us to the smartphones that we understand today but i don't think you get there without having something that people really wanted in their hands
1: yeah that's an interesting one isn't it because i mean i when you started saying nokia phone i thought you're going to be you're going to be talking about the 8210 the the Mm -hmm. you know the brick phone not the brick phone but you know the thing that is indestructible that everybody's i've still got two uh sitting Mm -hmm. on the shelf over there which probably haven't i haven't used them for 10 years but i expect if i switch one on would probably work yeah but they were supremely functional um, but not desirable. You had one because you needed to or you wanted to make to have mobile communications, but you would never say there was something that looked cool or um, or did stuff. whereas I, I, I'm so I'm really surprised though that you didn't didn't go um, first iPhone because f- for me, that was the I'm um, probably actually that's the only product I've ever owned. That I'd walked into a pub and brought it out, and people have gone, "Whoa, yeah, I've got to get." Let me show me that. Show me that. Show me what it does. And you know, I've had tens of people gathered around, going, "That's so cool," mm-hmm. and, and you know, genuinely, um, you know, wanting wanting one, which I think is is extraordinary. Really, you know. That, so I, I I hear what you're saying, and I, I you know certainly you know uh, films like The Matrix. Well, actually, I mean, that was a particular one, wasn't it? Because their communication was that, was that phone. But, um, but, uh, you know, things like that, that sort of communication device, which, uh, it's so, it's, it's it's ironic, isn't it? The phone rings while we're talking about phones. (laughs) Anyway, um, well, I just, I I just, yeah, as I say, why didn't you go for the iPhone?
0: Um, Possibly, there's the con- not contrary to me, but possibly there's the there's a slight element of hipster. They didn't want to go too obvious, but I think, I genuinely, I think I wanted to get to the thing that got us to the thing. Okay. Um, to to slightly misquote Steve Jobs, uh, and I, I like I have got an Apple thing that's next in my list, um, but I was really thinking about the the object that that got us to a point where we wanted smartphones. Uh, or we could conceive of of, of them being desirable uh, i came to the iphone a little bit later so i i i was the last in in a in a bit of a cohort to have one um uh, but but i absolutely had that with uh, the ipad i saw that and i was transfixed uh, and i i absolutely uh, loved that that device and still do. Uh, there's some, I, and I, I don't know what it is, but there's something in the iPad um, that has always felt more special. Um, and I I get upset when I uh, ding my iPad, whereas my iPhones that I've owned over the years have been in a shocking amount mm-hmm. of disrepair because they feel much more functional.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: Um, that is interesting. But I, I, I yeah. But I think it's it's something that I'm not gonna um something that I'm not gonna have a fight about because it's you know, the iPhone is is such a not just iconic but but valuable and and valued contribution. Um well we'll uh, we'll see we'll see where we go with the list. Um what is what's next on yours?
1: Uh okay, so I have got the World Wide Web. Mm. Tim Berners Lee working at CERN nineteen eighty nine uh comes up with a specification for a um, an interlinked use of the internet, obviously you know there are two different things: the internet world Wide web. Um, mm-hmm. The internet was very well known um, and was used extensively, you know, in the um, uh, in the military and uh, academia to spread information. But it didn't have the way of linking um, articles and cross-referencing them across a, a web of. Of, of networks and you know his crucial thing was was appropriating um the uh, hypertext links um and creating a specification where where you know one computer over here can talk to one computer over there and also creating a browser in the way that we understand it to be able to 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 read information and to and to consume it uh, you know in, in terms of a a product which has revolutionized again the the um you know for good and for bad for sure the um the way that human knowledge is being disseminated i think it's a very it's you know it's it's effect has been extraordinary in such a short amount of uh, amount of time extraordinary
0: absolutely um my <clears throat> number six was the um mosaic web browser ah. um because I was thinking again, sort of in terms of in terms of products. Because obviously, uh, given given what I do, the web was was very high on there, and I kind of thought I wanted to think in terms of a of a real what we might consider a product. Uh, and so I, I, I'm certainly not um, not going to fight you on this one. I just I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I you know I went for the 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 thing that gave people the ability to browse the mm-hmm. web. Um, but yeah, I, absolutely, like it's. It, it 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 remains a phenomenal thing um and i think the way that it was constructed was it could have been a lot more restrictive than it was and it was it was built the way um, parsers and web browsers were built. They were built to be forgiving. They were built because I think they were built by people who understand academia and they understand that people are going to learn um, and they shouldn't be punished for whether they misplace a bracket or something because we all know what they're trying to say uh, and we should render the page appropriately. Um and you know that now gets us to a point where where you have some websites that work in some browsers and some that don't in others. But that that's a that's a different matter. Uh, the 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 thought behind it was was so pure.
1: Absolutely, yeah, is I, I, a game changing. I'd be very hard to argue that any product in the last well, I don't know how how long. I mean, maybe all of humanity has done more to perhaps you, you know to spread information, but also perhaps to harm. You know, to create narrow you know, this narrow casting uh, environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's extraordinary. Any, uh, you know, just and yeah, you know, and obviously, but you know, in, even in this this chat, you know, we've we've both of us referenced Google and you know looked at images and stuff like that. Before that time, you'd have to go to your you know your um, bookcase and flick through the Encyclopedia Britannica, and you know if they if you had it and, and, and try and reference it. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. All human knowledge is there, good and bad.
0: Yeah. The, and and the, the speed of access, uh, the fact that we can settle, uh, settle an argument or find a fact and then move on from that very quickly. We can learn something so quickly uh, and then, fueled by that knowledge, we can get on to the next thing. Again, it's that idea of getting, you know, getting to the next thing. Um, oh, wonderful. Right. Well, my, my next one is uh, is the Apple Macintosh. Hey. Mm-hmm. So it kind of comes again to desirability and to making something that felt not approachable necessarily, but making something that felt um, like a quote unquote product, you know, that rather than a computer terminal, this actually felt like something that uh, a human could use and ushered in uh, a new era of computing that made it accessible that made it something that um many many people could then have access to um it it has its dark side in that it ushers in a period where we now have everything is, is glued. Um, you know, all, all, all the all the different um, underpinning parts of, of computers um, are, are, you know, glued and soldered together and they're very hard to repair and mm-hmm. we have proprietary parts and everything, which goes against what Wozniak wanted, which is to build a kit. But, the trade-off with that is that you get to have something in your hand that you can understand and um, and, and work with very quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting. My, I, I'm, I'm fifty. My, so I cross over the sort of the computer technology era. I suppose the the interesting thing is, that, you know, there, some friends of mine, you know, still describe themselves as as, as um, the sort of steam-powered, you know, people in a in a digital world. Oh, like a luddite. Yeah, kind of, and and it's almost like a badge of honor, and and you know, it, which is interesting, and I, and I can sort of, I can, I can side with that, I can understand that as a point of view, because you know, having having crossed that era where you know I did um, computer studies, computer science at school with a a mainframe computer that was. I think we—I can't remember how much um, storage we had, but it was in a separate room, and it was a massive hard disk that you would wait for hours, for it, literally hours, for it to turn on in the morning. If you had to, if you—if you know, it wasn't running overnight and they had to do a hard startup, it was—it was just, you know, it was a long time to get it going. Um, but I was naturally drawn to it because I, I thought, well, this is exciting and fun, and so I was an early adopter at a ZX eighty, a ZX eighty one from Sinclair, and. Um, uh texas instruments ti 99 4a which had full 16 colors and mm. 16 uh i'm gonna say k doesn't sound right but i think it was um of uh of ram and and i i bought a um a one of the early macs in fact i'm looking at it now on the shelf mac i've got a mac classic um on the shelf which i Got in 1989, I think 1988. Mm. Um, so I've, you know, I, I love Macs. I, I've, I'm talking to you through a Mac. Uh, you know, uh, I, I've, I'm not a, an absolutely not an Apple apologist, but um, but by goodness, they really changed the way that. He, Uses of computers. It became less about the nuts and bolts of it, and it became more about the output. And as a, you know, as a designer, as a uh, an engineer, you wanted to, you use tools, and computers became um, a usable tool rather than one you, that you had to fettle all the time and tune and kind of mess around with. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm completely with you. I'm sorry surprised you didn't you didn't go iMac rather than Mac because you know for me that was the one that really changed everything i think you know the mac was certainly the uh you know the one that introduced the idea of a user interface and user experience being the thing the thing that made the difference Mm -hmm. but the iMac became so ubiquitous and was became a lustful item exactly as you were talking about with the Nokia phone that you know this was a thing that you really wanted um and you you know you, it was funky it came in colors you know amazing fantastic adverts you, people really wanted
0: them that's absolutely true um and i think it 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 was the beginning of the transformation of apple um when when steve jobs came back and and um, started working with johnny ive uh, i i think that's that is really interesting because um in terms of moving humanity forwards, I I feel like the the original Macintosh did more, but in terms of creating a um, an impact in a different way, the iMac really did, and 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 it, it moved Apple forward in in a huge leap, um, because it, it then enabled them to to make the iPod and 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 to go from there. But um, yeah, that it, it is. It's. Um, uh, oh, remar- remarkable remarkable yeah, machines. Absolutely. Um I never I never had an original um Apple I, I was you know we we were um DOS DOS people Microsoft um DOS uh, and uh, IBM type machines uh, growing up but um I think there might have been an Acorn somewhere <laughs> uh, but never uh, never never Apple. I came to it very late. Uh okay so um what is uh, what's
1: your number 5? Number 5. Okay so Again, I'm looking at this, thinking, "Well, I've got, I've got five and six, and I, I, I've got to choose one. I'm going to go for the um, the marine chron- chronometer. <clears throat> you know, John Harrison, the whole longitude thing, be able to accurately predict where you are on the ocean. Uh, again, it it just changed everything because you knew suddenly where you were. You know where you were traveling to." Um, you could accurately plot your position on map. Maps became accurate. Uh, you were you trade in, increased. You know, knowledge of other cultures changed and improved. We became a smaller world, a whole world. So, you know, and and the story people and people knew that we had to create this instrument to be able to accurately plot our progress across the sea and. You know the 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 story of its creation is is incredible. You know that a wood as a carpenter, wasn't he, um, John Harrison created this this chronometer that was you know hugely technically um, advanced ahead of all the other you know scientists and technologists who were working at the time, and and then refined it to the point where not only did it work on the land, but it would work on the sea on a pitching boat. Um, it's you know extraordinary, extraordinary, and was rewarded for it. So you know it's it's a great story, and and you know I, th- I think it's a I think it's the right one to sort of you know complete your list of five on it by by saying it it changed it changed humanity's course. I mean, arguably, it would have happened anyway, and at some stage, but um, but you know, still awesome. Wow, um, I. I love that. Um,
0: I, I that had never occurred to me at all, um, but that's you know that's why I'm not a product designer. That is, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got no, I've got nothing to add. But in, in terms of, of 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 an enabling device, yeah, absolutely, uh, a, another thing that makes the world smaller and I think um, better for it. So, oh, that's wonderful. Right? Okay. Uh, mine's going to seem very odd now, um, in comparison, but. My number 5 is um is the audio cassette. Oh, old school. Yep.
1: Uh yeah. Um
0: 1964 originally but you know if you grew up in the 80s they they were the same. they were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, people, people are trying to tell me that they're coming back and I just, I I can't, I can't believe it. I want mini discs to come oh, back first. Fantastic. Um, but I but love mini discs. bloody love mini discs. <laughs> oh, they're so wonderful. No, yeah. In fact, if there's anyone I've got to, uh, if there's anyone I should talk to you about this, the, uh, I've had this, this long-standing thing with, with friends that there should be a German word because it, it's always got to be German. There should be a German word for the particular pleasure that you get in a a kind of mechanical interaction um the the way that you put a mini disc into the player uh, or oh, the way it springs and, 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 you know, springs in and out that, that there's a, a, a pleasure in, in that and a satisfaction in that kind of tactile experience. And it feels like it should be a word like, you know, for schlinkt or something that I think, you know, sums up that. I that think pleasure. there
1: is a, I don't think it's a German word. I think it's a Japanese word. Sure. I think it's a phrase and it, in, it's to do with the tea ceremony. Um, Oh, Because wow. I, I, you know, when you experience, I don't know if you've done, uh, you know, been through a sort of tea ceremony thing where no, uh, it's extraordinary. If you're interested in that kind of user experience and the basis of how people, how humanity enjoy that sort of uh, deferred gratification, um, mm-hmm. it's, it, you can see all the elements are there. You know, you take the, you wash the dishes, you, 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 you know, you steep the tea you pour the tea you wait for it to be the thing you offer the tea forward it's extraordinary you you, by the time you get to taste the tea it's the best thing you've ever had Mm. because it's about the journey from starting from leaves and a bunch of utensils to the point where it's presented to you beautifully at the right temperature with the right level of brewing you're just you're you're gagging for it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think that's it. That you know, I, when I was designing turntables, um, I it was one of those things that um, I was. In fact, it was wasn't turntables; it was CD players. When CD players came in, mm-hmm. and I was adamant that we had to inject an element of of risk of jeopardy into the process because that I thought was part of the enjoyment of. Putting a record on a turntable was dropping the needle, mm. and that clip that whether you you got it right or wrong, or you missed the track you wanted, or you know, there's a ceremony in it, and there's a ceremony in putting a disc into a mini display, and there's a ceremony in ejecting a, uh, a cassette tape and putting your pencil in, and you know, getting the the tape taut. You know, they, it's the stuff that humans like doing. And um, yeah, and it is built into us. You know, it's hardwired in us to to enjoy that sort of thing. And as a product designer, I'm very well aware that that that's something that you know, if you can put that into a into a product, your the opportunity for that product to succeed is is raised significantly. Which is again counterintuitive because actually what you what you imagine would be is you get to the end point as quickly as possible. Hence, you go from turntables, cassettes, mini discs, uh, iPods, streaming. But where's the joy in that? I don't want everything immediately. You know, I don't want to. Be, I, I do, but then I don't. You know, I don't want to be able to click my button and um, and listen to anything in, in the world instantly. You know, sometimes it's useful if, I, if I'm thinking, oh, what's that latest? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But frankly, if I'm if I'm listening for pleasure, I want to be able to. There's, there has to be an element of jeopardy. There has to be an involvement. You know, you can get it wrong, and that's important. The fact that you can get it wrong is important.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I love that. Um, yes, it's the, the the cassette. Also, it has a it marks. Its last use. Uh, it, it's not like you know. Even with a, a, a mini disc um, or with, uh, actually, even with 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 vinyl, really. Um A cassette knows where it was the last time you were listening to it, so it carries. It kind of carries the story of what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, you know what you were doing the the last time. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Because I'm I'm pressing play on this uh, on this album, and and the last time I was listening to it, I had to stop halfway through because my mum called me down for tea or whatever it is, Um, because it doesn't automatically rewind. Mm. Um, You've got that, and and you know there are there were lots of lovely innovations around the cassette um i mean the 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 time i saw the the first it was a sony stacker hi-fi system that had uh a play button and then what looked like a reverse play button oh, yeah. uh which would flip the tape round and then play the other side yeah yeah um which which played havoc then with you you looking at the tape because it physically did something to the tape which meant that the the side that was printed a was no longer the mm. a side
1: <laughs> well and also it's it's a start of the disruption of uh, of the the idea of an album or a mixtape which plays things in particular orders mm. you know the mixtape absolutely you know the most romantic thing you could ever do for anyone is is a, do them a mixtape, or you know the most the most thing the the best thing you could ever do for a friend is to you know is to communicate your you're giving a bit of your soul absolutely uh, with a mixtape, and you know that's gone now because you can play the things in any order just hit, just hit shuffle and the way you go because actually I don't like your mix so I like my mix
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, I I don't know if I could uh, if I could woo a lady with a Spotify um, playlist I'm I'm not sure
1: no chance. No, yeah. no chance. No, no chance. <laughs> Sorry, but I um, mean, you know, that's not a nature. That's not a comment on you. That's a, that's just, you know, no, no that's technology. It's you just, you can't. Where do we it. are, you know, it doesn't mean as much.
0: No, indeed. Um, well, we've got, we have got uh, ourselves um, some uh, s- s- some lists here, and I'm, I'm really interested to, to see where we go. I think a lot of this. I, I kind of I want to take from 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 your list because I think we are there's there's one where we have a very definite crossover, mm. um, in 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 the web. Um, but otherwise, I'm I'm really interested in 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 what we've got. So you've got the wheel, uh, the friction match, penicillin, uh, the world wide uh, world wide web, and the marine chronometer. Um, is there have I convinced you that anything from my list makes a top five, apart from the web?
1: Hmm. I mean, I'd add it to the list, but I wouldn't necessarily knock any of mine off. <laughs> right, okay. I, I, yep. I, the radio, I think, is, is a, has a strong case. Yeah, I think because it, because it democratised uh, communication. But you see, my number six was the printing press. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, which is doing a similar sort of thing at a different time. And arguably, the World Wide Web just took that to the nth degree. So maybe somewhere in there, you could we could agree that there was a a enabler of mass communication, which could be a a combination of the radio, the printing press, and the the World Wide Web. Um, You're not going to buy that, are you?
0: (laughs) No, no, no. Sorry, no. I just feel it feels too broad. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean i don 't know that i that I absolutely have to have to fight for anything um that that's, that i 've got uh, on my list because i 've got one on there so i can, i can be i can be happy with that okay. um and i think uh, yeah i think what 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 we 're doing is 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 charting humanity 's progress um it 's interesting that we sort of go from penicillin uh the marine chronometer to the world wide web we 've made we 've made quite a jump but um that's i guess that 's the nature of uh the nature of the way it works. Mm, argh, no, you see, no, I've I've got a I've got a fight for the radio here, Simon, because I feel without it we are ma- we're not charting humanity's progress in quite the same way.
1: Okay, which one do we, which one do we take out? Then?
0: I wonder if we take out the marine chronometer, because I understand completely this idea of being able to navigate the world um but uh, i mm, i don't know i'm, I'm finding it, i'm finding it difficult i can't we can't have a top 6 we've got to have a top 5 which means something's got to go i don't want to get rid of penicillin because you know we 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 die otherwise um oh oh no i don't i don't i don't know that i can <laughs> i don't know that i can simon this is hard
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I was going you know what i was going to say the wheel that would be that would be my it's not it's the trouble is, it's really hard to to talk yourself out of that. It's just you know. Yes. Okay. One,
0: what 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 I will argue is by 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 not by not being on the list, we're not putting it into room one hundred and one. Mm. Um, you know, we're we're not denying its existence uh, and saying that uh, that the other things can't exist without it. Um, we're, we're simply saying, you know. Is it, is it a product in the same way that everything else is? And, and, and that's, that's an area with which I, I think we could have a discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how would, you, how would you feel about, in no particular order, the match penicillin, the web, the chronometer and the radio? <laughs> Do you think that's doable?
1: Yeah. I'll go with it. I'll go with
0: it I- Oh Okay Alright
1: But you know Without the wheel You wouldn't be able to You
0: know have- Yeah but we, You know We haven't talked about Electricity And without electricity We we wouldn't have uh a, a, a Two of these items So I think Okay I'm going to say I, I, You know I, is, It's not exhaustive
1: I'm going to Make your case for you And say the wheel Is a mechanism Okay And not a product Yeah So alright yeah. I-, I will um, I'll go with that On, on a technicality
0: Okay <laughs> Uh, The technicality being the definition Uh, of the... uh, No, that's fine. Um, um, uh, Right, this is is lovely. Okay, so uh, now that we have um, our actual five, we just need to put them in the right order. Um, And I think... I feel like it goes friction match, penicillin, chronometer, radio, web. Um, Do do you think... So I'm going to ask you formally, Simon Heap, do you consent to this list? I do. Way, oh, I was I was worried for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean I won't change my mind. But but at the moment, no, at this moment in time, I, I I'm I. It makes it makes sense to me, and um, I'll go with it.
0: Well, you can change your mind, and you as a, and, and anyone else is, is is completely free to disagree. But this is a definitive list, and it has now been decided.
1: <laughs> okay, good. excellent.
0: Did you have anything else? You had you had um, a number well, six. Was a printing press. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which, uh, which, yeah, is, is I mean, is wonderful. Um, I had a, a, a number, basically what was my number seven, which is, it's a product that doesn't actually exist, which is why it did make my top five. But the concept of it, I think, is something that's moved humanity forwards. Uh, and it's the Star Trek Communicator.
1: Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it does exist pretty much, doesn't it, these days? It does
0: now uh in, in in lots of different ways uh, i mean it's not quite the little um sort of badge that you can put on your lapel uh but the the idea of i think in some of these cases and i think this has actually been a written a written uh, thing as well that in in certain circumstances the product the aspirational product that sci-fi authors write about um then it spurs people to think. Actually, could that be something that we could do? What could be the science behind yeah, yeah. that? Uh, and then we end up creating things. And so that's that's the only reason I wanted to give it a quick honourable. Well, mention.
1: I, I, fair enough. Well, in that case, I'm going to go with a tricorder because that already that is yeah there there is a prize. There's a prize on offer for a person who can produce a, um, a demonstrable tricoder that can do everything that um, bones is one could do. You know, you can just scan over a person; it will tell you whether they're what's wrong with them. So yeah you know I, 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 i'll buy that why not why not <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have any others on my list i, I mean i i um i you know, I, I, there's there's you go call forever and so i stopped at five or six
0: that's yeah absolutely uh i think i think we've done a sensible thing there um this is this has been wonderful and uh thank you uh simon for uh for helping me uh for, well for, for mostly building this list um where can people? Uh, what What should people do to find more about you and your work and and the the products that you make? Uh,
1: well, you can hit me up on LinkedIn, um, Simon Heap, and uh, find me on Facebook or Instagram or any of the other sort of social Twitter um, social media stuff. Uh, I um, I was in the. Uh, <laughs> If you Google Dragons Den, I've been on Dragons Den, mm. so um, so you can you can you can find me on there and see what I look like and see how stupid I uh, I sounded. But we still get investments, so ha ha, um, boom and um, yeah. So uh, find me anywhere you anywhere you want, Simon Heap. Um, there aren't that many heaps, um, and uh, so I'll be yeah happy to uh, happy to engage with anyone
0: excellent uh, well um, thank you very much uh, for, for your time today this has been an absolute pleasure Simon and uh, uh, I still don't have a formal sign off so I will leave I will leave any goodbyes to you I will give you the last
1: word <laughs> this is a Steve Wright moment isn't it where you go thanks for everyone that's listening mm-hmm. and everyone else that knows me there you go that's lovely <laughs>